Hey, Kevin. Hey, Evan. How are you, buddy? How's it going? You're in New York? I am. So you made your big move pretty early in the game, right? Well, yeah, and I was about 24. I kind of packed up. I used to work at Sikorsky Aircraft, making helicopter blades. And then uh, I was a lifeguard at Seaside Park. I used to watch the Port Jefferson Ferry, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. So, you know, New York and is kind of, that whole area is kind of like my home, really, you know? Yeah. That shaped you. Yeah. What do you do in New York? So I put together a media company, a film production company, a film set. Um, I was a, an artist, a music artist for many years on an independent level. And I never got uh, my big break, so to speak. I kind of got all the bad breaks in the music industry. Uh, but my true love is film. I just kind of worked really hard to be where I am today, where I put together this great big film set in New York. I'm probably the only one that's open right now. <laughs> really? And, uh, so you, you, you built a set, a film set? I did. I have a 6,000 square foot green like screen. Stage? Yeah, it's green screen. It's cyclorama. I just wanted to be a creative hub because I feel like there's so many creatives and there's just not enough good stuff coming out, you know? Good for you, man. Have you had any productions working out there yet? I did. I, I mean, uh, it's not the most proud productions, but I did do some set design and production for some infomercial type uh, production with a big, you know, A-lister and a big financial company. It wasn't what I was looking to do, but I've done, uh, you know, several video music videos. Um, trying to get a lot of the college kids in here to be like an incubator. Yeah. Um, there's just so many outlets to put stuff out. And uh, to me, there's just not enough great content. So yeah, I just been really just grinding really hard for the last three years. I, I kind of stopped my career as a contractor designer and I went full force with this cause it's my dream. And, um, and that's you, why, man. yeah, just, it feels like a cancer, not able to fulfill your dream. And now I'm, I think I'm getting closer. I, I really, I produced a couple of, animations i you know for some feature tv yeah i got george thankfully i got george lopez on board to voice over it um cool. i got loads of like scripts and amazing ideas and i'm just trying to get in not for the money just to contribute you know? love doing it yeah yeah what, what what shows are you watching now what do you like um oof. i've been scraping the bottom of the barrel of netflix you know like yeah. i'm watching a lot of international stuff believe it or not just because they're coming out with better stuff, I feel, uh, lately. Yeah. You know, I just I just discovered a show a friend of mine told me about. It was really good. I binge-watched the whole thing. It was The Patriot. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, and uh, it's really a dark, quirky uh, kind of a comedy about this guy who uh, sends his two sons overseas to work like as CIA operatives, and they're all inept, and they're crazy, and it's really kind of, kind of Wes Anderson kind of... Uh, Really? Style. Yeah. I'll you take it out. out. The Patriot. Like yeah, The Patriot. Yeah, uh, I'll take it out. Well, that's cool, man. I, I mean, so I know they they do a couple of shows out in uh, Queens. I know they did um, uh, Glow out there. You know, a bunch of, yep. I guess a bunch of shows they do out there. Yeah, and I'm trying to break in. It sounds like a great idea because, you know, those, those studios probably get a lot of overflow where they need like extra, you know, like locations and our, you know, technology. You have equipment there too, Evan, or is it just- uh, I do, I have full editing suites. I really went balls to the wall. I, I, I went all in. <laughs> yeah. 
I went all. But well, you know, I think you know. Obviously, things will pick up once the you know pandemic is over. It's a tough time right now, though. It is. It's crazy because uh, I really finished the set a few months before COVID, and my first job was actually a big one. It was a nice big production that I mentioned, and then I got some music videos after that, and then you know, Kapui. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you got to roll with it. Yeah, that's for sure. I think you're onto something, though, man. I think that's a great idea. I hope. I hope. So I was curious because, <laughs> I mean, everyone's sitting down in a cozy, you know, studio doing their interviews, and I love that concept. Of I think it's just funny watching you walk and talk. <laughs> in itself, is <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Did you come up with that concept, or what? How How'd you come up with that? You know what? I was hiking with. Um, first of all, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Uh, I was hiking with a friend of mine, Matthew Modine, you know, the actor. Yeah. And um, I hadn't seen him in a while and we were talking a lot and we were on this trail that was kind of challenging, you know, was, which I haven't done lately, you know, with the hikers, because most people don't want to climb up a, a hill and do an interview. But we were both out of breath and I thought it would be funny if I, you know, it'd be a funny video if I just was interviewing him and we were both so out of breath, we couldn't understand each other. <laughs> you know, so I did that. And it was funny. And then on the way down, I asked them some serious questions. Like I said, hey, Matthew, did you ever regret anything, like turning down stuff like in your career? And he rolled his eyes. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, after I did Full Metal Jacket, I was really picky. And I turned down so many things I shouldn't have. He turned down. This is what he turned down, Evan. He turned down um, the, the Tom Hanks role in Big. No way. Michael J. Fox's role in Back to the Future. <laughs> Turned down uh, Charlie, uh, uh, the Tom Cruise role in Top Gun. Are you kidding? And he didn't yeah. jump off. I would have jumped off right there. <laughs> I said, you idiot. And we both laughed. And then I started posting it on Instagram and Twitter. And people started liking it. I thought, well, I'll just hike with a different friend every week and start posting. And then Stern was a big fan of the show. Yeah. And he said, you ought to do a longer version of it, you know, and, and instead of just posting all these little interstitials. And I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. So I started a YouTube channel. And... And then it just started evolving. I stopped using my cell phone. I got a, somebody sent me a GoPro on the end of the um, carbon graphite selfie stick with an external mic, you know, that didn't uh, pick up the wind and stuff. Right. And uh, I got a drone and I started editing like you do and got Premiere Pro and just kind of really got into it. You know, I like it. I mean, I, I got to credit you, man. That That's like just so guerrilla, <laughs> you know, authentic. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it really is funny. Like even I think the one with Bob Saget. I think he was really genuinely scared. He was getting close to the edge. Yeah. It's funny how many people think I'm going to push him off the cliff. <laughs> or if I'm taking him down some trail and they're not going to come back. But, right. you know, you talk about starting your own business there, which is great. I, You know, when I started doing these, I did it purely because I loved doing it. But I also knew in the back of my mind if I could get a lot of them in the can. I've already done 87 of them. I mean, my goal is 100. You know, once the COVID picks, let's go. But I thought, you know, maybe one day I could sell this to, uh, you know, a network and make some money on it because I'm not making any money, really, just the ads from YouTube. Right. And uh, and so sure enough, um, about two months ago, uh, my managers called me, this guy uh, who was the, one of the producers and writers on Modern Family, loved the hiking show and wanted to know if I wanted to team with him and write a, a pilot, a sitcom. So I said, sure, and, and we started pitching it, and TBS bought it. So uh, we're writing the pilot now. Um, you know, it's going to be centered around the hikes, the interviews, but it's going to be also a home life, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
Really? Yeah. So so now this is now congratulations. That's I mean, it's, to me, that's tremendous as as an entrepreneur where you kind of just went out there. You did something, you built value to it and it got picked up. So, you know, congrats to that. But, but it's like you, you know, you love you love setting up that um, production company and having all those the facility because, you know, you love it mostly, but also yep. you want to make money. And, and that's yeah. what I do with the hiking thing. I love doing it. I love the whole process of editing it and getting it up and, you know, using a drone and figuring out the cameras and all that. And ultimately, you know, if you do something you love doing, I think, you know, it's going to go somewhere. Absolutely. So so now this is going to be scripted and it revolves around a hike. Is it going to involve hiking with your celebrity friends and then going back home? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what we sold them on. You know, I mean, who wouldn't want a show where, you know, because I have a lot of friends that are celebrities and uh, they want to do the hike. So, you know, we have Conan O'Brien on and, 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 you know, Adam Sandler one week or, you know, Spade or, or whoever, you know, and so the networks loved it and they wanted it to be more family oriented, too. So we were, um, you know, we're scripting the pilot, but then we plan on it just bullet points like Curb where it'll be improv. Beautiful. So, yeah, so essentially you're doing the same thing. There's going to be some improv, uh, but you're yourself. You're going to be yeah. yourself. Yeah. And everyone else yeah. is themselves. Um, and my wife will be playing my wife. She's an actress. She's um, excellent. Yeah, she's recurred on Parks and Rec, and she's done some films. She did the last Christopher Guest movie called Mascots. She's really funny with improv and uh, and a couple other people. So, uh, and this writer guy is really good. Danny Zucker, his name is. He's uh, really clever and uh, a real funny guy. So I'm excited. Excellent. That is exciting, um, and it's and it's good to see you because, you know, obviously you're a legend with SNL and um, Weeds, and you. I feel uh, like you're like an underrated. You know, one of the underrated legends, but uh, you have to know that so many people really do know you and really enjoy your your style of, you know, that dry, witty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. It's funny, you know, my son came in to, uh, told, told my wife the other day, he was reading online that uh, he said, they just listed like the uh, top 10 underrated uh, SNL actor. <laughs> Daddy was number nine. How cool <laughs> no. is that? You weren't even one. Damn. I wasn't even one. <laughs> I think nine is underrated, don't you? Absolutely. Maybe five. That's right. You, you were still underrated in the underrated. Like, yeah. That's funny. Oh, wow. That, that's crazy. Are you yeah. Ready? But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, I've had a good, I've been really lucky, Evan. You know, I've had a good run and I am, I'm really dry and I'm not like one of those in your face comics, you know, so no. I kind of, you know, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And, you know, for SNL, I mean, I was just a stand up, you know, just kind of, you know, doing finding my way doing stand up and <clears throat> things kind of lined up for me. And I ended up getting on that show oh. and um, and I just loved doing it. You know, I didn't I didn't see it as a stepping stone. I saw it as a great gig. I could live in New York City. You know, yeah. I could be on a show where, you know, I, uh, these idols, I, I, you know, revered growing up like the Stones and, you know, Aerosmith and James Taylor and, you know, and work with Steve Martin and, you know, and even I got to work with Charlton Heston and Robert Mitchell. Wow. You know, all these guys. The old school guys. Yeah. Roy Orbison was on. Wow. Paul McCartney. You know, I mean, that, what a great job that was. I was, I didn't, I didn't want to go anywhere. I just wanted to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> you were I'll there, actually. Underrated. I don't mind being underrated. Just keep me yeah. here. That's right. That was a great game. You know, you actually killed me <laughs> on that on that bit you did with your your dying friend i gotta tell you 
the one you did with Conan. Oh yeah, the dying yeah. friend. Yeah, that that's a <laughs> that was hysterical. I Thanks, mean, man. that's actually true. You know, that was uh, I, no on, way based on Tom Davis from Franken and Davis. Al no Franken's partner, Tom Davis, used to be a writer on SNL. He had <laughs> um, he got uh, some kind of disease, cancer or something, and they gave him like three months to live. And so Lorne Michaels threw a big party for him. <laughs> And uh, everybody toasted him and stuff. And, and six months later, he was still alive. And he said he was embarrassed to come out of his house. <laughs> That's, that was hysterical. That was like laugh out loud when you told that story. Uh, you know, that's crazy. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm glad you're reminding me of my act. I haven't done it like since March. Oh, you got to do that one. That one, you know, is hysterical. Um, and, I'm, and I'm like a, a, a comedy snob. I love, I mean, I love comedy on so many levels. I've seen almost everyone live. You don't come out here that much because uh, I know you rooted out West. But yeah, I mean, I did. I was doing Caroline's every year around December. Yeah. Uh, for a while. And then except for last year. Um, but um, but yeah, I do. And then I do the Stress Factory in uh, New Brunswick. And um, I was going to be out in uh, Long Island um last summer but everything got canceled i forget the name of the theater governors or brokers no, one of those it was a theater actually uh, oh i know which one in Hun probably in huntington Maybe. i know which one it is that's where all the they have some good comedy shows so yeah that's great i mean uh so you you'll probably be out here in the in the near future yeah i will be hopefully. i will be i mean hopefully the show will get picked up and uh they'll let us shoot the pilot and pick it up and I'll be busy doing that and then just kind of do stand-up the, uh, during the hiatus. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal, right? We try to go for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been really lucky, like I said, Evan. You know, I just, I just doing what I love. That's why I think you're in a good position. You're doing what you love. And hopefully, you know, you'll make some money soon on it when things get back. Because uh, I feel bad for these people that go to their nine-to-five jobs every day, right? And they hate their work. And, uh, they, have, and they look forward for their two-week vacation. I can't tell you. I, I met someone in uh, Target, this young young lady, and you know she ended up being an animator. And I'm like, you know, I know you got you need a job, you know, for your nine to five, and you got to pay bills. Uh, what are you doing towards animation? She's like, there's no jobs. I can't get in. And um, I hired her, and I that's I actually produced oh, a pilot, and that's the one that you know George Lopez. Uh, agreed to, um, to to voice over once I get some traction and I got Margaret Cho on board uh, oh, nice. pit, pit bull I'm trying to keep it real diverse it's about a holdout family on the upper west side and it's this Latino family and and just trying to spin everything through the Latino perspective which is funny by itself yeah um, you mean they're holding on to their they're like the, the neighborhood's been gentrified and they're stick they're sticking with their home Correct. And That's all funny. these all these clashes, you know, with the gay community, the African American yeah. community, the the Asian community, they're just clashing and and really also trying to, you know, ex, you know, put a spotlight on the good things of their culture. But it's funny, the clashes are just hysterical. And I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Lopez would be good for that. He was. He's, he's a really funny guy. There. <laughs> right. That's the goal is to just keep adding and growing the, the crew and keeping it diverse so that right now that's the key uh, diversity is just so big now in america and um i want it to be diverse compared to like family guy and 
the Simpsons. I don't know what race they are, but they're yellow. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're trying to keep it diverse. I think everyone yeah. finds no, think the comedy. That's, great. that's a great idea, you know. With animation, you could just go crazy with it, too. Right. I mean, do you have an agent or anything? I don't because they always ask, what'd you do? You know, your IMDb. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I spent all my life in my bubble waiting to break out. And now I'm kind of, I feel I'm overripe. And I can help any production at any level. And I know my place. I'm not arrogant. If I know I can. Well, you know, what, what, you know, like what I did, like I said, you know, I just, I just did it on my own. I posted my hikes on YouTube. And they started getting a lot of followers, you know. It's not like I got a zillion followers. But I got enough where people were always asking me about it. And then I wasn't on a show, and that's all I had. So when I did a, like a Conan or a Fallon, we talk about hiking with Kevin, you know. And then people started watching it, and, you know, I got followers. So maybe you could, you know, start posting on, you know, on a YouTube channel and then get that kind of following. And then, that's you know, get a, little, a lot of buzz, you know. Right. That's the organic way, and that's what I'm doing. And it's I mean, really there's a time when we couldn't do that. You know, you just had to get somebody to rep it for you and hopefully sell it, you know. But now you could put it out there yourself and, and uh, promote it. Right. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah, that's perfect, and, man. That's perfect. So, yeah, I'm in that lane. But you do recommend. If I, if I come across anybody, too, I'll, you know, that I think might be interested, I'll, I'll mention it to them and give me your email address. Yeah, that can't hurt. I appreciate it. I don't expect yeah. anything. And even this talk is great. Uh, and having your reaction and to be able to talk to you and I don't know, chat it up. I appreciate all this. Thanks, buddy. And thanks again for your donation and uh, and keep at it, brother. Keep yes, at absolutely. It. And good luck with the new show. I'm going to look out for it. Okay. All right. Good call. All right, buddy. I got good your luck, email sir. address, so I'll, I'll 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 be in touch if I hear anything. Thank you. Stay healthy. Take care, Stay buddy. Kevin. Bye bye. Bye.